Salutations, everybody, and welcome to Big Facts No Cap, the only podcast that's number one with those who finish first and good little German boys who finish their verst. I'm Adrian, as always, here with Paul. Let's get big factin'. Let's get no cappin'. Big fact freaks, no cap chaps. Let's get into it. Big facts. No. Cap. Big facts. No. Cap. No cap. Big facts. No. Cap. Big facts. No. Cap. No cap. Uh, I noticed you're drinking out a crystal today. Adrian's making his way up in life. Those bees really uh, working out for you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, my bees ended up uh, collecting oil instead of honey, and so I'm rich, <laughs> baby! <laughs> <laughs> they are very sick now, though. They're not doing great. <laughs> Wait, what's the what's, what's that old show where that's... The, is it the Beverly Hillbillies? It's like thought, the, yeah, they found oil. It's like yeah. the intro to that. It was just spilling out of my out of the colony <laughs> out of the air. Um, you went to the rainforest. You're one of those biologists, and you just found uh, a, a type of honeybee that collects oil. Precisely. And now I'm back. Now you're back, dude. That'd be fun if you ever if you ever have to go on one of those trips. I would take a pretty big pay cut to be your uh, to be your research assistant. But we would have to get those like khaki like hats and khaki pants and i would have to have like a one of those uh swords that i'm like chopping down the rainforest as we go through yeah machete uh it's a, the a, see so yes a big part of field research is the part where you go shopping with your lab tech and uh <laughs> try on different outfits at rei i imagine but also i feel like that'd be a huge slap in the face to everyone who have technically better cvs for the job than you do paula <laughs> i would still hire you though yeah. Okay. Good. I, I I was worried that you were saying you wouldn't do that disrespectful. No. 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 I mean, I'd have face. to do the thing where I pretend to like interview other people, but you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. We know who's getting it. You'd be taking a very large pay cut. <laughs> it's all right. I mean, I I wasn't I wasn't trying to become the leader of an indigenous tribe of Brazilians who still live in the rainforest and have never made contact with society for the pay. Mm. I was doing it for the clout. Do it for the clout. Yeah. I think they would like me. I think they would. You're a nice guy. What's not to like? You know, my personality is the type that if I met an indigenous uh, group of uh, native rainforest dwellers who'd never made contact with society before, I would really want them to like me. You'd be very desperate. Like you'd be like, "Hey guys, I'm not here to tell you about Jesus or anything. I just want to chill. I'm just here. I'm just here to big chill. <laughs> please, exactly. please stop shooting arrows at me." <laughs> I'd be like trying to do my type five. I'd be like, yeah, like, oh, the bow. It's like, who who doesn't hate it when your like, bow string breaks? This is relatable, right, guys? <laughs> you know when you're getting chased by a jaguar and then you realize that you left the fire on back home and you're like, well, god damn, is that really the worst of my troubles right now? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Look. Look, there's two different types of jaguars. <laughs> there's jaguars and there's... <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. Goddamn, I didn't sell it. I didn't sell it, Adrian. <laughs> yeah, no, that was you were getting there. You're getting there. The official favorite Chris Rock bit of Big Facts and Cap. <laughs> <laughs> Just because of how embarrassed he is by it, I think. <laughs> <laughs> has he? Has he? Uh, has he? Uh, what's the word when you disavow? 
your previous work because he disavowed that joke. He should. If he hasn't, he should. Um, okay, let's get into big talk. Paul, as always, bringing back that Pete Holmes uh, comment from his podcast. Are you living a life worth commenting on, Paul? What happened to you this week? Actually, so I kind of did do something pretty fun this weekend, but it was kind of in my media roundup. Should I just go into that? Yeah. Cool. Shout out to the new Tyler album. That shit goes hard. I need to listen to it a few more times, but it's it's shaping up to be a pretty pretty good album. Um, and then, yeah, so I've been for the last few days, and apparently today I made a horrible mistake of not continuing my streak of watching all the games from the Euros. But man, great games. Went to uh, Bonlaire in Sacramento. Uh, got myself some day beers, watched Italy versus Austria, watched my Italian boys pull it out, a rabbit out of the hat after fucking the whole game up. Crazy games today, 5-3, Spain and Croatia. France got knocked out of the tournament by Switzerland. Watched Belgium beat up on Cristiano Ronaldo and the pretty uh, Portuguese boys yesterday. Uh, yeah, it's been a great tournament, pretty entertaining. The one thing I will say is that I, I, I really missed watching soccer in a bar, in a pub with other people. I forgot that I don't miss the fact that and I know this is going to sound a little hypocritical, and I know that there are probably going to be fans of this podcast who are angry at me for saying this, but man, Americans are so fucking dumb when it comes to soccer. <laughs> Just like parroting like talking points from like 20 years ago and like thinking that they have insightful commentary on soccer is the most annoying thing ever. You're all dumb. You all know nothing. Shut the fuck up and let me tell you about the game while I watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's called the beautiful game for a reason. And then my media roundup is check out NEAS on YouTube. It's not even a show, <clears throat> as in that's what the acronym stands for. And it is a prank call show where he prank calls crazy right-wing Q-style conspiracy people on Twitch. Who's the mastermind behind this? You know, I don't know his name. I know the name of some of his characters. Mm. Uh, Patriot Pete is a fun one. Mm. Um, but yeah, he calls into shows and it runs the gamut. From pretending to be a psycho right winger all the way to just calling Laura Loomer and being like, "Yeah, your book. Uh, I'm from a pu I'm from a publication. Your book won an award. Would you be interested in doing an interview with us?" And when she's like, "Oh yeah, what publication?" He just goes, "Shitty Books Monthly." <laughs> Paul sent me that clip. It's pretty funny. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's a good time. Neas, not even a show on YouTube. Check it out. Cool, Paul. You ready to get into the theme? Or is there anything else you want to talk about? I'm ready to get into the theme, buddy. All right. So racing. How do you feel about racing? Racing. Is that our theme? Racing? Well, I mean, it's, I don't get it. Why are conservatives so mad about racing right now? I don't know. Um, NASCAR is like a big patriotic touchstone for them. So I don't know if that's what it is. Or Has somebody been kneeling in their NASCAR? You know, they've, they actually invented an Autobot just so they could turn their car into an Autobot that kneels before the race. <laughs> could you imagine? I think that, mu that must be what's happening. I don't get... Let me Google it. Why That's probably what happened. Also, really quick, in terms of that whole thing, uh, shout out to my sister for when she was trying to come up with the name Colin Kaepernick, was like, you remember that guy who like knelt at the football games, uh, Colton Fitzpatrick? <laughs> Colin Kaepernick was a red-headed Irish man <laughs> Fitzpatrick. with pale white skin and, and like red uh, freckles all over his face named Ooh, Colin Black Fitzpatrick. Lives matter. <laughs> Black Lives Matter. Just smoking a little pipe and just with a leprechaun out of it. His football strategy was doing those like hands that are like coming back and forth. <laughs> they like, like the fighting Irish, like the Notre Dame. <laughs> 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 You're gonna catch these hands. 
If y'all don't believe Black Lives Matter, y'all about to catch these haters. Oh. I mean, that would have been synergy right there. I mean, an Irishman would have been brought cops and Black Lives Matter together. That's true. That's true. Who else to better teach black people how to earn whiteness than an Irishman? Um, but yeah, why why are conservatives so mad about racing right now? Well, it's about they're being critical of racing, right? Yeah, is that what it is? Critical of racing. There's like a whole theory, but is it so? It, it is specifically NASCAR, not like foot track and field races. I really don't know what kind of racing that it is that they're so mad about, but let me. Uh, I'll I'll just Google they, it. We they, should have probably done this before the episode. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Let me just click on this Atlantic article. Oh shit! Fuck. What's up? Uh, uh, buddy, I think we got it wrong. So critical race theory. Race as in racial makeup. Mm. Uh, this is, uh, I did not bring in the right article. So it is a little bit like the kneeling thing, but not <laughs> NASCAR is doing the kneeling. <laughs> so, okay. Critical race theory is an academic movement of civil rights scholars and activists in the United States. I also did not bring in the right column for this. <laughs> who seek to critically examine U.S. law as it intersects with issues of race in the U.S. and to t- challenge mainstream American liberal ap- approaches to racial justice. Oobly. Why are they mad about that? Oh, because they're racists. Oh. Yeah, I was about to say, they're challenging liberals. That seems like a, an enemy of my enemy type thing. <laughs> true, true, true. But it's also to help black people. Mm. So what do we do? Do we talk about... Do we just keep talking about the what we brought in for our article? Or? Yeah, I don't want to find an article about race right now. So um, critical race theory, as defined by Adrian's Webster's Dictionary, is about racing. About racing. And being critical of racing. And I brought in an article about a political race. Okay, so we, we kind of got there. Yeah, that's, that's about politics. It's about politics, not yeah. about law. Maybe about, not law. about law. Mine is not about that at all. I guess mine has like a, a tinge of uh, culture to it and uh, differences in, uh, between people. Okay. Okay. So let's start with yours. Let's go. Let's go with yours first. Well, should we talk uh, about critical race theory at all then? Uh, seems like a seems like a heavy subject. I mean, I my my critical clearly. my criticalness of races is that I think it's silly from marathon to be the length that it is because of a story from greek people from like a thousand years ago <laughs> that is true and i also if i'm being critical of a race i think that the hair the the tortoise only won on a technicality the hair definitely was much faster it's not a meritocracy if uh that's how the sports conducted yeah that's true. That's true. Other things I'm critical in terms of race, um, races. I don't want to be all. I don't want to go all Jeff Dunham on you guys, but uh, NASCAR, do an actual course. What's this going in a circle thing? <laughs> Making a left turn. That's not exciting. As, as somebody who lives in Charlotte right now, I'm gonna have to cut that out, Adrian. Well, <laughs> they kick you out of the city. We're we're, we're the uh, we're the headquarters of NASCAR, and we have the NASCAR Ooh. Museum. Queen City, baby. Queen City. Any other races you're critical of? Is the running of the bulls offensive or is it 
okay because they actually win a lot of the time than that, unlike bullfighting. Do they announce a winner? Yeah, that's when the bulls kill a dude in the running of the bulls, they won, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true, yeah. I don't know, is that one really a race or is that one just a... A chase. Bulls on parade. <laughs> <laughs> that is horrifying. How did that... How is that a thing? I don't know, dude. Also, the Matador stuff's pretty fucked up, too. I'm surprised that's still around. Yeah, but that one, it's like they're actually hurting the bull, right? Yeah. Um, so you get why that one's still around. But the running no, with the bull... No, I get why that one is... Like, that one, it's like, obviously, what a fucked up thing. It should be gotten mm. rid of. I guess the running of the bull, everybody is signing up on purpose. Like, it's I can't all consensual. really... It's all consensual, yeah. Yeah. Has anyone ever done like a fun, a fun little bit for the running of the bulls where like they go in dressed as a bull and try and join the bulls? <laughs> and they're just like, this way I won't get injured. I'll be one of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That happens every year, actually. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> and he's just trying to like lead them down a side street. He's like, come on, y'all, this way. <laughs> <laughs> um, come on, fellow bulls. Come on, bulls. Let's go this way. <laughs> Any other races you're critical of, Paul? As a as a software developer, this one's for all my software devs out there. I'm critical of race conditions mm. in my asynchronous programs. Damn, that gets my blood boiling. I'm joking. I couldn't care less. Haha, I hate what I do. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, any critical races that you've won or lost in your life? Remember in like third or fourth grade when the most popular kid in the class was the person who was the fastest? Yeah. Absolutely. That was not me. I lost all the races. Um, do you remember in our elementary school gym uh, that we had a rock climbing wall as like one of the main features that was like, look at how cool our... our uh... No, I don't. I really want to go back and try and do it because I think it was maybe five feet five. It was as tall as we are. Yeah, it was <laughs> basically as tall as we are now. We'd have to go up like two steps and we'd be at the finish line. That's pretty cool. I yeah. like that. I don't like challenges. It's true, yeah. I want to go back and do that. Have you ever done that thing where you go back to your elementary school for whatever reason and you just realize how tiny everything is? Mentally, yes, but... Mentally, what does that mean? <laughs> in my mind palace, I've traveled to my elementary school and seen what it looks like in my memories. <laughs> is this like a you're floating thing? Is this like a, you're a ghost haunting the school thing or... No, this is me just going, damn, I know those halls were probably pretty tiny, even though in my memory they feel as big as my high school halls were, but there's no way they were. <laughs> Is teaching at an elementary school just like a perpetual, like, pretending that you're broccoli or trees and that you're like a big dinosaur eating all of them? Yeah, that's the whole joke. I think preschool teachers have that joke about how funny it is to poop in tiny toilets. <laughs> you're always clogging the toilet. <laughs> 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 Which is like something you don't, like, I don't remember them being tiny, obviously. I remember them being the same size as my toilet now. It's yeah, so I funny thought it was like say. a swimming pool in there at that <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny to think that they were tiny at the time and i've just grown with the toilets in my <laughs> life <laughs> that used to be my line for um when i used to talk about how i was like in the in a high percentile of soccer players until like third or fourth mm -hmm. grade like when i got like to when i got to around 10 or 11 that's when like other kids started clearly being much better than me and the way i would always describe that is um you know the fields kept getting bigger and i stayed the same size Okay, yeah, do you, uh, how are you feeling, Adrian? You want to go into articles? Oh, and let me take, I, I'm genuinely, like, I'm sorry to the audience. We didn't know. We're gonna just, it's, it's critic, 
the theme is critical race theory, but our articles are about racing. They're they're about uh they're about political races and physical races. Physical races and the theory behind them and deconstructing them. And being critical of it. Yeah. Yeah. So here's my article. It is from the New York Times, and it is titled, We Sponsor Refugees, What to Do About Their Patriarchal Ways. And that's not the article we're going to do, but that's the title of it. Um, this is The Ethicist. At first, it was written by three contributors, but then it was taken over by one of them, which, oof, what a way to like fire the other two. It is written by Kwame Anthony Apia, and uh, he is a very fancy, well-read, um, very distinguished philosopher. So he's about to drop some facts on y'all. Here's the question. Wait, wait. Before we start this one, can I just answer the title question real quick? Yeah. We sponsor refugees, what to do about their patriarchal ways. Mm-hmm. Judith Butler books for every refugee. Mm. Anyway, continue. We have to be like Hawaii, but instead of putting a lay on everybody, we give them a Judith Butler book. <laughs> on entry into this country. <laughs> Here's the question, and I think you'll see what it has to do about critical race theory, as far okay. as we know it. I'm a lifelong runner, and after graduating from college this spring, I am in my first few months in a new city. While in college, I ran competitively on a large cross-country and track team, and I have been transitioning to a new running routine outside of that group. On my intercollegiate team, running with no shirt or, for women, a sports bra and short shorts was the norm in hot weather and it was not uncommon to see groups of similarly of similarly attired young men and women spread out throughout the community. Since I arrived in my new community, however, I've gotten the sense that this is not a look that people regularly encounter, and I worry that I'm making them uncomfortable. This morning, I passed a woman and a girl who I presumed was her school-aged daughter, and as I did, I heard the woman berate the girl, saying, That grown man was wearing no shirt and no pants. You are not going to look at him. I generally run in parks near my house and avoid residential areas when possible, but it is unlikely that I will be able to completely avoid areas frequented by other people. I'm not breaking any local indecent exposure laws, but community norms also have value. It might also be worth noting that I'm a white man in a predominantly Hispanic and black neighborhood, so I wonder if there are cultural norms and questions of power and privilege at play here that I'm not familiar with, and to which I ought to be more sensitive. Should I feel an ethical obligation to change my running clothing to something more modest in order to avoid offending the sensibilities of the people I encounter? Or is it acceptable to continue to wear what is most comfortable to me based on the weather? Name withheld. Mm, so she's training for a race, and she's being critical of her own dress because she feels judged. I think they're a he. Wait, wh- how was he dressing? Shirtless. With short shorts. Yeah. I'm gonna say, the only reason I would ever say don't dress how you want to run is if you were in a country where the politics made it dangerous dress yeah. how you want <laughs> come on homie i like that this guy after graduating college moved to washington heights where he's now a bunch near a bunch of hispanic and uh black individuals yeah well but adrian i i didn't get the sense from your family like i i think also the sexual like do do people I don't feel like Arabs do. Do Hispanic people sexualize shirtless men that much? Like, I don't feel like this would be weird in an yeah, Arab dude. country. Really? Yeah, but it's a cool thing. We like it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are horny as hell yeah. <laughs> for it. Yeah, dude. Mario Lopez coming around with his shirtless body everywhere. People are like, that's that's like if you watch like a, 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 a Latino game show, almost certainly there's going to be like for no reason a woman in like bra and panties like presenting the round one and then a dude with like nothing but a Speedo on who has to like do a trivia game. But for some reason he's oiled up to do it. 
it's certainly not offensive for our culture to see someone uh shirtless and i don't want to do like uh hey flip the sex and think about how crazy this question would but like wouldn't you feel like super offended for a girl if she felt the need to cover up to run wouldn't you be like oh shit that's pretty sexist that like of our society that she would feel the need to cover up also same for you for same for you bro you shouldn't have to cover up the society is he correct and he's a white invader coming into this community and offending all their sensibilities i think he's i think this is such a nice guy and he's in such good shape he just doesn't realize that they're all horny for him. I think that's the problem here. Yeah, that's actually my advice to him is stop flexing your pecs and making them do the little dance whenever you're running. <laughs> <laughs> also, be a part of the community. Give him a like, like, give him like a, a what What do you call like, a, is it is it Tia? Is that what you'd call like an older lady around the neighborhood? And That just means aunt. That just, but it's like you would call any like older, like respected woman in the neighborhood, Tia, right? No, you explicitly wouldn't do that. Uh, what would you call them? Yeah, Don. Don. <laughs> Don Corleone. Actually, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> there was a weird thing where um, I had an aunt who remarried, and so I always had to call him Don, whatever his name was. I can't actually remember what it is because he wasn't technically like first family. He wasn't an uncle. He was like I just referred to him as what you call like a respected older man. Yeah, so become a part of the neighborhood. Like, as you're walking by the court, running by the corner store, you want to, like, if the clerk there is Julio, like, hey, Don Julio, you know, you just want to, like, you want to ingratiate yourself. So your advice, which I feel like is what I thought you were going to go with, isn't going to be wear a shirt while you run, but it should be, like, a collared shirt with just the top button buttoned and then the rest open. That way you get that nice breeze. And then <laughs> maybe... No, I uh, would never make that joke. That's for you to make as, okay, a, yeah, as a Hispanic yeah. man. Yeah, I've always been the one who made that joke. <laughs> and always call everyone essay while you're running. Thank you for uh, thank you for admitting it. Um, so you don't think that there are questions of power and privilege at play here that he's not familiar with, which he ought to be more sensitive to? While jogging around the neighborhood? No, I think he's fine. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> now if he's leaving out the swastika he has tattooed on his chest and black sun across his back yeah sure maybe there's like some extra details but outside of that i think he might be in his head too much i might i think it might be some racism inside of him that he feels like he's getting weird looks Ooh, uh, okay okay i don't know what critical race theory is the real one but i don't think we're doing it right now <laughs> I don't think that's, we're doing it either. That's my hunch. My hunch is we're not doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think that your whole thing of like, he's probably not getting the looks that he thinks he is, but he, it's all in his head. I am inclined to believe that, except for this woman who very explicitly yelled that grown man is wearing no shirt and no pants. Ay caramba. Don't look at him, me. <laughs> Mija. <laughs> <laughs> I think that this dude's probably just, I mean, he's a runner for life, man. He's probably just real hot. Yeah, I think he's almost certainly hot. Yeah. He's a giga chad. He's not only super hot, but also racially aware and trying to be sensitive at all times. Yeah, this guy, this guy is too good for this world. He's a little, he's a little Swedish golden god running through Washington Heights. Fucking running through Washington Heights. Should we make it clear that we're not actually, we're... We're saying Washington like that because of the Lin-Manuel Miranda trailer where he pronounces it like that. I know we talked about it in the last episode. All right, Paul, any other advice for this dude? No other advice. Paul, how would you uh, how would you apply critical race theory to this question? I mean, I think I've already said it. He's uh 
He's he's a runner. He's practicing for a race. I wouldn't be critical. Um, in theory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is this too high concept? I wonder how many people are gonna think we don't know what critical race theory is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure we'll get a couple texts. More than likely, it's gonna be people. We're gonna confuse people who don't keep up with the news and don't know what critical race theory is. <laughs> that is true. We're gonna introduce so many people to the topic. <laughs> we're gonna introduce them to the topic incorrectly and they're gonna always think this is what critical race theory is from now on all right you want to get to the answer i do all right remember this is from a incredibly prolific and um well-respected philosopher when should you defer to the norms of your neighbors suppose they objected if you put up a rainbow flag on your home or oh by the way um kwame is gay so that that makes sense that that's like his. I was, uh, I was gonna say it's kind of odd. This is not nearly at that that stakes or that level to really like up the stakes. Well, he's taking it like real that. personal and he's just bringing out his own grievances with his neighbors. <laughs> um, suppose they objected if you put a rainbow flag on your home or wore a T-shirt defending atheism. Is that a thing people do? Yeah, yeah, like uh, edgy high schoolers wear T-shirts defending atheism all the time. But like, you know, in a paragraph or like in a slogan or what? What slogan defends atheism? Oh, like, you don't remember Fergus's t-shirts, like, with Jesus riding a dinosaur or whatever? That was my t-shirt. <laughs> well, you you own a t-shirt that's pro-atheism, Adrian. How is that pro-atheism? That's just fucking sweet, bro. That's true. That's you true. know I wore that shirt in one time, and I went to the uh, office, and I saw Spencer Holmes' mom, and she saw the shirt, and she said, eh, could have happened, I guess. <laughs> that is true that's how that's how she reconciled that with knowing that adrian was a good christian boy (laughs) that is true um okay i get i get i get the premise there's definitely like atheist shirts for sure concessions on such matters on such matters would require you to weigh their feelings against your moral judgments and you're entitled morally as well as legally to express your convictions in public places but sartorial norms within certain bounds or another matter. Once you know your neighborhood is full of people who will be offended by your approach to exercise apparel, you certainly have a reason to dress more modestly, if it's not especially inconvenient. You would be commendably considerate to their sensibilities without compromising- I do not agree with this at all. Bullshit. Without compromising any important values. Other than comfort. How is comfort not an important value? Look at how Paul's dressed right now. Clearly comfort's his only thing on his mind. (laughs) What are this man's values if comfort isn't ranked among the top? I feel you. He's a philosopher. He's thinking too much in the abstract, I think. It, it kind of offends me that he he sees people not wanting you to be shirtless as somehow disconnected from like, oh, it would be worth it if it's for the gay pride flag. But this other form of like weirdly Puritan judgment is all right because it's not my specific thing. It's like, once again, it it would be like telling a girl to cover up because it's inappropriate for her to show skin. Like, come on, man. Like, don't, don't, don't tell people what to do or how to dress. It's not right. And it's not. Can we not meet in the middle and have him run shirtless, but with nipple tassels covering his nipples? Ooh, that is true. See, this is why I shouldn't jump to conclusions. There's always a happy place to meet. The middle way, as the Buddhists say. I, I also don't enjoy that answer. It's uh, It's a little too in the abstract. I think he's. I don't think this man has ever run in hot weather. No offense to yeah. him. It's not fun. Free the nips movement. Yeah. I think it's taking advantage of the fact that it's low stakes to be like, oh, just cover up because it seems so easy. But it's also like. It's just not no. based in reality of like. It's not based in like. That's that's kind of fucked. 
Yeah, let him let him take off his shirt and run how he feels comfortable. Um, also, if people are, people are gonna look at you, you it, also it's a little bit on the runner. Like, stop being in your head so much. Yeah, just put on the Joe Rogan podcast, close your <laughs> eyes, and just run as far as you can. It sounds like Joe Rogan is jogging along with you to tell you his ideas to tell you about DMT. <laughs> That's what you're simulating in that experience. <laughs> All right, Paul, are you ready for your article, or is there anything else you want to say to wrap up this uh, article that is clearly under the umbrella of critical race theory? Uh, no, and I mean, we've talked a lot about foot races, about NASCAR races, about racing around, um, about Mario Kart, but we haven't talked about political races. So before we jump into my column, do you have like a little intro to how you feel about political races, the better of two evils? Uh any political races you've been a part of you, you uh, want you're asking my opinion on electoral politics on electoral politics uh, all right well that's enough time for that so let's go ahead and jump into my article <laughs> so my article is your vote matters just not here okay so this question goes both of my kids attend a local high school and at our school each student organization holds elections to elect officers I'm seeing a disturbing trend in which the teacher advisor of the organization doesn't like the outcome of the election and instead decides to overrule the democratic results. In one case, the teacher outright decided to name a different non-winning student president. Another case involved my daughter, which is where this becomes more fraught for me. My daughter ran for president and lost the election. The teacher said the results were close, so decided that each position would be jointly held, co-president, co-vice president, etc., I've asked my daughter to resign her co-presidency since she didn't win, but she's refusing. She says she cares too much about the organization to see it fail. Last year, only three families participated in the organization's fundraiser, and she does not want this to happen again. When my kids were younger, I definitely bought into paying for a trophy for recreation soccer to make sure each child on the team received a trinket at the end of the season. But these kids aren't six years old. Most of them are seniors and will soon be heading to college. With the whole college scandal fresh in everyone's mind, I'm trying to underscore for her the concept of meritocracy. If you didn't earn it fairly, then you don't deserve it. I'm not sure why they bother to have elections if the will of the students isn't going to be considered. Should I force her to quit? Should I go directly to the administration and ask them to intervene? Signed, disavowing election fraud mother. Elections that don't matter? What is this? The Democratic primary? Hey All right, so I, I, that took me a week to write. Can you, can you, can you, can you do that one more time? Can you, can you take of that uh, in one second? Elections that don't matter? What is this? The Democratic primary? I'm just kidding. That would, that would get a... Thanks, Conan. <laughs> It's been a dream to come on. <laughs> I just, I'm obsessed with the fact that this mom is Bill Burr in a wig. <laughs> complaining about participation trophies with kids. <laughs> the, there, there is nothing I like better than the old white guy who thinks that the issue in America has nothing to do with our fucked up values or like systemic racism, but it's kids getting participation trophies. <laughs> like that's the very clear pinpointed source of all of the world's ills. Also, the fact that she's like, it's a meritocracy. Like, woman, your your kid isn't living in a meritocracy. <laughs> They're clearly part of the upper class. 
all I'm saying is that she should land, she should start a coup against the current presidency. <laughs> hey, no, that's actually, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. She should have. Why is she co-president? Why is she not president? Why is she not working with this teacher to take the election from the person the teacher clearly didn't want to win? That's a good point. Honestly, you know what I think is happening and what this mom isn't cluing into because she's a little bit stupid is that they want to give these positions to as many people as possible so that they can all put presidency on their college applications. They're just playing it smart in favor of the students so they can all say they were president of a club and pad out a college uh, application. Mm -hmm. So wait, hold on. So the daughter didn't win but was made a co-president and the mom's mad that she was added to that presidency exactly yeah that's so dumb hey it's an election it's a race it's a political race adrian only one person can win a race um did you hear about that recent story not recent it was like a month ago at trivia that we got the question of um a daughter mom combo got um arrested in a local florida high school for breaking in to do what and the answer was um stuff the ballot box for her daughter's presidential <laughs> run that's <laughs> her school so president cool. yeah <laughs> the only reason she should have lost is for getting caught yeah 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 or yeah what is it like a jfk is that the thing you were talking about the other day <laughs> oh yeah yeah lyndon b johnson yeah if you like jfk you're okay with stealing elections <laughs> mm. he'd still be here with us if he didn't win oh yeah it's been a long time Without you, my you friend, my friend, JFK. <laughs> Man, can you? If I ran for school president, my mom wouldn't even know when the election date was. I know she would Those ask me about talk. it like a year later. She'd be like, "Do you ever win that presidency thing that you ran for? Do you remember when um uh there were two really two of our friends that ran for school president? Do you remember this? Actually, three that we might be worth talking about." Uh, I was thinking about uh, Dylan Presto, who um, gave the really weird speech where he was really into writing Latin poetry and really into poetry. And so he used the colorful language of saying that if he won the presidency, he would impregnate the school with his ideas. And people just found that really weird (laughs) and creepy. Um, There was Erin Waters, who her tactic was to do a speech where she said, hey, put your hands on your desk, move them to the right and move them to the left. See, I just cleaned every desk in the school in three seconds. I'm clearly a person for presidency, which... And also, she just made every student's hand dirty. Mm-hmm. So, not a president I would want. And then, of course, there was Hunter, our friend Hunter, who... um, Who had the only good speech, but who had to change the his powers speech. that be stopped him. He had to change his speech because they very clearly saw the fact that it was all weed puns. Um, and so they brought him into the office and told him that he had to change the speech. That was really cool. I remember the main one that I helped him write was, it's okay to. It's oh, okay to believe in the future of our high school. I think that one might have slipped past. Because <laughs> the ones that like um, got, or the ones that got caught were like the ones where it was like, let me be blunt. This is going to be a joint effort if we're going to weed out all the problems of this school. Like it was very, very <laughs> obvious. Um, well, I mean, Hunter wasn't known for his subtlety. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, so yeah, stealing elections. Yeah, it's really a shame she didn't like leverage the fact that this teacher liked her more than the person who wanted to outright steal it. Yeah, to do some ballot stuff and like what they're gonna check a teacher 
they're not gonna like check to make sure a teacher isn't helping a student cheat they have full access to the ballot they don't even check they don't even check if the teacher has like enough supplies for the year you think they're gonna check if she's running the election correctly (laughs) (laughs) yeah what are both students gonna send uh election representatives to observe election (laughs) observers Do you think that, uh... She has free reign to do whatever she wants. What is this, like, half-ass bullshit for <laughs> for stealing an election? Of being like, oh, it was close. This was posted 2019. Do you think the Trump White House put out an official letter saying that they recognize the results of this election? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we commend Johnson High School for conducting a free affair election. <laughs> and we respect the results of this election. It is crazy that this mom is upset about this. Like... It's school. All the choices are weird bullshit made up of, like, for a fake society that's not really run. Like, these are fake positions of power. They don't hold any real power. What What is this, like... Whoa, 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 whoa. I think one of the things that I really enjoy about this is that the daughter actually wants to make change. Like, the reason she said no to stepping down is because she actually wants to help out. Yeah, and I think, she, I think she is going to make everyday pizza day in the cafeteria. <laughs> I think she is going to change all of the water fountains into Dr. Pepper fountains. She's going to make it so that there's no homework. (laughs) I forgot the most obvious one. No homework. (laughs) Dude, homework was bullshit. Yeah, dude. How did we spend eight hours a day doing that and then went home and did more shit? Uh, We didn't. What? I did. Oh, I used to do homework for my other classes. Oh, during the other classes. During the other classes. No, I definitely still did my homework after, after school. We had too much. Yeah, well, you were in IB where they actually made you work. Yeah, but I was like, you did your projects during other classes too? Okay, sometimes I had to do stuff at home, but I really, like, I really min-maxed my high school experience to not, to put as little effort as possible. Too busy playing on the football team. Yep, that was it. Not because I wanted to go home and watch TV. <laughs> and watch a little Bree Bill Burr special. <laughs> watch a Bill Burr special. Watch a Bill Burr special. Bill Burr special. Bear 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 We should start doing content for the audience, not for ourselves <laughs> at some point. Nah. <laughs> I'm having a great time. Disavowing election fraud mom. Any other advice for her? Yeah, when it comes to races, especially political races, I think the theory is to not be so critical of your daughter's political race. I think she, if she really cared about her daughter, she would have hired a campaign manager because clearly her mm. status at school is not where it needs to be. Also, I don't know if a lot of people know this. Did your daughter make sure to vote for herself? You can do that in elections. <laughs> she lost by one vote. That's the thing that made them not tied. I feel bad for this uh, child for having this mom. Yeah, this really does suck. Like to care this much about something that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's odd. I, I, once again, I think you mentioned it about your parents, but I could, my parents would never know if I had it. I think my parents would have known because given the dirty tactics of Lexington High School politics, someone almost certainly would have looked into like my background and seen that like my parents came here undocumented and they would have like used that against me. <laughs> and then we'd get like a call from the, <laughs> from ICE during a... We had a semi-sizable black population, but not nearly enough Latinos <laughs> to, to have that like swing it in your favor. Hmm. In my favor. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. If we had enough Latinos, the, the smear campaign would have an opposite effect. 
and would uh, would make you look authentic. It would make you look like an authentic otaku. Yeah, yeah. My, the only vote I would get would be from Dora Lee and Alex Mayrides, the other half Guatemalan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you want to do you want to read this answer, Bray? Dear disavowing election fraud mom, you should definitely not force your daughter to quit, nor should you ask the administration to intervene because this should be her decision. Ask yourself why this bothers you so much. What exactly do you fear? What lesson are you hoping your daughter will learn by resigning her role as co-president? What is the harm in allowing her to serve? Ma'am, where did you serve? Conversely, how might she benefit from a leadership role in an organization she cares about deeply? How might the club itself benefit from her leadership? It doesn't sound like your daughter is resume building from your letter. She seems to genuinely care about this organization. I get your criticism. Why hold elections if the results won't be honored? Well, that's yeah, about the that's Democratic Latin America. Party. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm wondering how exactly you know the teacher sponsors are disregarding election results. In my experience, there's usually more to these stories once you get the teacher's perspective than what you hear from your children or through the grapevine. Or perhaps the issue is overblown. Perhaps it has happened once, but it's not a rampant problem. I share your dismay at the celebrity college admission scandal. Honestly, it makes my blood boil. But I... Is there anything more flaccid than the phrase, it makes my blood boil? That makes it seem like this person's never been angry. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there is, right? Um, that really grinds my gears right that there. Really, that really, like, really... sticks in my craw. <laughs> But I am even more infuriated by the immense advantages given to legacy applicants who currently make up one-third of Harvard's freshman class. Do we truly live in a meritocracy? That's a good point. That's the only point I was going to make about the celebrity college thing was like, how is that not already like a rampant problem outside of that context? Are you sure that the students who won the election is in fact more worthy than your daughter? While we hope that... Well, that's not how elections work. I mean, I basically agree with this point, but, like, this weird pivot to, like, it's good she stole the election because she picked the right person. Mm. While we hope that students vote for the best candidate to be president of the student council, for example, such elections are often popularity contests instead. Sorry, okay. your daughter's not popular. <laughs> this, that actually, like, it's like... Who cares about this? But also, that's not the reason. It doesn't matter. What the fuck? This person almost certainly said things like, the reason Hillary Clinton didn't win is because of sexism. Mm. I'm going to cut that out. It's possible that the true source of your anxiety is your daughter's unearned position as co-president. Or are you bothered by larger societal issues of unfairness that you don't want to perpetuate? Regardless, I don't think this issue is on par with people who pay thousands to buy their way into college, nor do I think forcing her to resign will do anything to mitigate deep-seated inequality. <laughs> After reflecting on these questions, talk with your daughter openly about your concerns, listen to her perspective, ask her if she thinks elections are, in fact, the best way to choose leaders for her club. While the democratic process is important, it's not the only path to leadership. We don't elect our bosses, for example. Many of the team captains on sports teams are appointed by their coaches. Maybe some of the clubs at her school should consider other processes, and she could be the leader who brings those ideas to the table. I fear that if you wield a heavy hand or get too deeply involved, you'll drive a wedge between you and your daughter instead of teaching her a life lesson without merit. Let the student figure this one out for themselves. Miss Hallbrook. 
right during the center, I really got flashbacks to Democrats saying that it's a good thing that Hillary stole the election from Bernie because it's like sometimes you just need to like let the right person win. Mm-hmm. It's not always about democracy. Sometimes the better person, you just got to give it to them. Mm-hmm. So got a little bit of flashbacks to that sort of attitude, like, but whatever. You got to pick the most electable person. You got to pick the most electable person. Your daughter is just a little know-it-all, so it's it's good she actually stole it from the other kid who's more popular. Well, you want a popular person to win that people like? Get out of here. Yeah, that answer? Weird. But Weird. had some moments of truth in it? I think the moment of truth was clearly the pointing out that this is clearly the mom's attitude that's weird more than anything. Yeah. But the moments of weirdness were where she was just questioning electoral politics in general. And it's like, this seems like a you as a as an American liberal, like wanting <laughs> things to be a meritocracy and wanting to pick a technocrat for everything. All I'm saying is the person who should be at the head of the Department of Transportation should be Vin Diesel. Yeah, I mean, you don't do that many Fast and Furious movies without picking up a little thing or two. <laughs> he knows how to transport shit. Any, anything to sum this section up? I'm going to apologize to our audience for the whole critical race theory mix-up. Thank you for sticking with us, guys. But thinking that critical race theory is about people being critical of races, I got a third segment in my mind that I took to its natural conclusion of, you know... Kind of the fun thing about racehorses is that, like, you know how they always have, like, really wacky names? Mm. You know, like, um, Golden Generation or, like, Lucky Duck or whatever. Like, those kind of, like, nonsensical pairing terms. I thought it'd be funny to do a quiz where I'm going to give you a name. And it's either going to be a famous racehorse. Okay. Or it is going to be the name of a battle rapper. Ooh. Which battle rappers also known for having kooky names. Much like friend of the podcast, Phil Carter. Very kooky name. <laughs> but before he was Phil Carter, he yeah, was... We don't talk about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's the quiz. I, and uh, I thought this might go quick. And also, there is so many good ones. So, Paul, we can cut out a lot of this. And as always, the way these quizzes work is that we cut out the stuff that's kind of boring and we leave the funny entries, but we still base your score off of the total quiz that we're about to do. So don't be intimidated, listener, but I have 25 of each of racehorses and battle rappers. You can can do this as quickly as you want, go through them, or go slowly if you want to, like, enumerate your thinking. But I'm going to give you a name. Tell me if it's a racehorse or a battle rapper. And, uh... Yeah, feel free to tell us what your your thought process is. But uh, what do you? How many do you think you're gonna get right out of fifty? Let's say let's say thirty. I'll keep track of score because mostly because I don't want you to kind of keep track of how many horses and how many battle rappers you've done because that it is an even amount uh, on this one. So I don't want you to be able to at the end okay. like use your deductive reasoning or whatever. Uh, so here we go. Here is your first racehorse or battle rapper, Fettuccine Twenty. That's a horse. That's a battle rapper. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Thought you would have gotten that. (laughs) Okay, this bodes well for the quiz. (laughs) Uh, Tight, tight. Okay. (laughs) The next one is Dallas Cash. That has to be a racehorse. That's a battle rapper. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, this is already so awesome. (laughs) 
Oh yeah. So these are, uh, the first two have been suggestions from Phil, by the way, shout out to Phil Carter, friend of the podcast. I made sure to ask him, can you tell me all the battle rappers, you know, who have names that kind of sound like racehorses? <laughs> uh, next one is overdose battle rapper. That's a horse. <laughs> That's a racehorse. <laughs> And I have the Wikipedia page up, so if you want any like validation for what the horse did or what their accomplishments were, yeah, I can tell yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Overdose. <laughs> Overdose was the champion Hungarian sprinter and winner of 14 straight race, uh, races. Okay. Okay. So not doing not doing too hot so far, Paul, but let's see let's see what the next one is. By the way, audience, keep track of this at home and send in your score. I want to know if somebody does better than me. <laughs> Okay, uh, the next one is Miles Low. <laughs> Racehorse. That's a battle rapper. <laughs> you haven't gotten a single one right yet. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be so awesome. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, okay, this next one is Yo Bull Peanut. That has to be a racehorse. Dude, that's a battle rapper. <laughs> I thought that one was an easy one. I thought that one was a gimme. What? What do I not get about battle rapper names? Yobul Peanut. <laughs> okay, I forgot to say. And I thought that have... was like, take me down to the racehorse track and buy me a bag of peanuts. <laughs> buy me some peanuts and cracker jack. Cracker jacks, yeah. I um I forgot to say this. I but thought I, like you fed peanuts to the racehorses. The way I was gonna make this easier is that I don't know how many to give you at this point because I feel like you need fifty. Um, ten times, ten times throughout this quiz, you can ask me to spell the name in case you want to use the way the name is spelled. No, no. As, oh, okay. Would it have I'm helped you playing. to Would it have helped you to figure it out if you had known that peanut was spelled P N U T? No. <laughs> okay. Apparently. Okay. Well. All right. I thought that would have helped, but. You're refusing to I help. thought you fed peanuts to a horse. It made sense. Okay. <laughs> well, the next, next one's going to be called, like, Munchkin on an apple, and you're going to be like, oh, that's, that's a battle rapper. The next rapper. one's called, nay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next name is Eclipse. Mm, that could be both. That could be a black horse or a black guy. Um, uh, I'm, I'm gonna go with a horse. Ball! First point on the board! <laughs> that is a horse! Great job, dude. I'm so proud of you, honestly. <laughs> um, one point. Chalk it up. You're keeping track, right? Yeah. Um, next one is Exterminator. Ooh, that could also be both. Battle Rapper. I'm gonna have to say, nay, that one. That is a horse. <laughs> that is a horse who was known for crushing his opponents in the ring. Um, let me look up Exterminator. Hold up. Okay, Exterminator, exceedingly popular iron horse of American racing history. That's all we know about Exterminator. Extra heat. Racehorse. Paul, good job. What was your thinking there? I just feel like two words with something about like one of them being like a adjective it just felt horse racy interesting i um that was one where i wanted you to use your spelling to figure out that it was x-t-r-a there's no e in extra and i was for sure thought you were gonna say a battle rapper uh good job good job good job okay next one big brown 
<laughs> oh my god, that's not fair. Um, I'm gonna go with the, the racehorse. <laughs> well, that's a horse. Okay, <laughs> you, got, you got that dead good. on. Um, okay. I'm glad. The next one is California Chrome. Ooh, that really. I'm gonna go battle rapper. I'm gonna go battle rapper. That's a horse, bro. That's a horse Damn that's it. packing. That's a <laughs> that's a horse that's packing for sure, bro. Uh, I think it would have been a battle rapper if it was Cali Chrome, but California Chrome. It's a little like a little too, yeah. The next one is Funny Side. That's definitely a horse. No question about it. That is a horse. That was another one where I was hoping you were gonna ask for the spelling because side is spelled C I D E as in like the suffix uh, side as in killing. Like homicide. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know what that's about. I don't know the I don't know the origin of that horse. Actually, hold on, let me look it up. Funny side was the first gelding since Clyde Van Dusen to win the Kentucky Derby. Dude. Clyde Van Dusen is definitely a battle rapper. I'm putting that one down in battle rapper. Why was a battle rapper running the Kentucky Derby? I don't get it, Adrian. <laughs> okay. Uh, the next one is Chex Fred. I'm going to be so angry when the sun's up being a battle rapper, but chalk me down for a racehorse. It's a battle rapper. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Chex Fred. <laughs> Okay, when it sounds really silly and like has food in it, I'm learning that it's a battle rapper. Mm-hmm. They're all named like Applecore. Well, well, see, this is the thing about the spelling is that it's checks is in like money checks. He's making money moves, you know? Um. Okay, let's see. Hold on. So this was... Marshmallows from Lucky Charm, my favorite battle rapper. <laughs> uh. Okay, the next one is Dr. Fager. Okay, I'll use spelling on that one. What's Fager? Um, so it's dr period space f as in fireman a as in adrian okay don't do that just f-a-g-e-r i don't know that's i I just don't have any sort of context um i'm gonna go i don't i don't i don't want to be offensive here not a lot of horses with doctorates not a lot of battle rappers with doctorates, so... I'm gonna go with battle... Well, I mean, I assume it's either way. It's gonna be, like, a Dr. Pepper situation. Um, I think it's a battle rapper. That's a horse. Okay. That one was... I didn't think it was either, to be honest with you. Yeah, so. that one was hard. Okay. The next one is American Pharaoh. God, that is so hard. <laughs> because it could be, like, a Hotep thing, or it could be, Paul. like, a... What is this weird connection we've found and discovered in this in this segment of <laughs> the names of battle rappers and the names of horses? What what is what is what is going on? Because especially with like Americans, like breeds of horses and stuff are often called like American thoroughbreds, and I could see like American pharaoh being some sort of not play mm-hmm. on that, but like something, and it could be like a hotep dude, like American pharaoh, mm-hmm. like I rap, like. I'm I'm like you know black conscience. There's definitely some like comedic science dudes in in battle rap for sure. I'm gonna go with battle rapper, but I'm not I'm not confident. Paul, yeah, it's a little horsey boy. Damn it! <laughs> I am so bad at this. Um, Ameri- we found we found my real like my real weakness. Your gap in knowledge. American Pharaoh was the 2015 winner of the U.S. Triple Crown and Breeders' Cup World Championship in Lexington, Kentucky. At Keenaland Racecourse. Okay, okay. All Shout right. out AP, American Pharaoh. The next one is Beholder. Beholder? I barely know who, whether that's a horse or a... 
Trapper. That's a good flip on that joke. <laughs> Beholder, I barely know her in terms of whether or not she's a horse or a battle rapper. Oh. Uh, I'm going to say that's a racehorse because there's something about calling a racehorse her that you would do, but you wouldn't. I don't think a battle rapper would have any need for that. Wait, you realize it's the one word beholder, right? Yeah, but it'd be like beholder, that horse beholder. Uh, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that tracks. <laughs> um, that makes sense. Paul, we're a little bit into this. Do you want to change your guess on how well you're going to do or do you missing 20? You're still on track, I guess. Uh, I think I'm literally going to get all of them right. <laughs> okay. I'm going to get 50, right? <laughs> That's my updated guess. The next one is a little guy known as Adios Butler. Oh, wait. Okay. I need to know if Adios is spelled like audio. So I need the spelling for this one. A-D-I-O-S. No accent okay. mark over the I. Or is it over the O in Adios? I think it's in the O. Okay, I don't think a battle rapper would put their name as Butler, so I'm going to go with Racehorse. There's too many flips somebody could do on that. Like, you call yourself Adios Butler, you gonna, I'm, you're gonna, I'm going to clean this battle of you. This is why I'm not a battle rapper. That's true, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's correct. That is a horse. And from the list that I sent Phil when we were correct creating this together... A hard-ass name for a battle rapper, if you were to take it, though. Adios Butler's... No, no, dope. Phil is not smart on this like I am. There's too many There's too many bars people can do about cleaning you up. All right, the next about one is... About wiping the floor clean with you. Arsenal. Uh, that could go either way. Um, You get the game. You get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't feel like a human would call themselves Arsenal. I'm going to say that's a horse. That is one of the most famous battle rappers. <laughs> Arsenal. <laughs> yeah. He's pretty good. Oh, what? Next, you're going to tell me that there's a, a guy by the name of Eminem who got big battle rapping? Get out of here. That's a candy. That's not a human name. That's a candy. That's a candy name. ass rapper. When I was looking up uh, names, I did see people who have done battle rap like once. So, like, there was, like, Eminem, there was, like, Andy Milanakis, and I thought that would be a funny one to Wait, bring in. Andy Milanakis, I think, is, like, not, like, part of his thing was that he was, like, a hip-hoppy, stupid comedian yeah, yeah, that yeah. did battle rap. Um, also, I just want to say, one of my favorite bits to do with other people is the joke about the time where we recorded with Phil for the second time. And I was trying to convince you to let us uh, take a break during um, recording the podcast so we could watch the rap battle. And just the absurdity of me being like, Paul, we have to stop and watch the battle. It's New Jersey Twerk versus Jay the Nightwing. <laughs> Both of those are horses. <laughs> it's two horses fighting. <laughs> Why would we watch a battle of two horses? Uh, uh, Nightwing is definitely a horse's name. That's so <laughs> uh, Okay. Trap Bandicoot. Adrian, if that's not a goddamn battle rapper, I'm going to fucking drive over to California and beat your ass right now. <laughs> that's a battle rapper. That's yeah. my favorite battle rap name ever is Trap Bandicoot. <laughs> I wasn't even kidding around. You were in fucking danger. <laughs> uh, okay, next one. Black Caviar. That's a racehorse. Through and through. That is a racehorse through and through. You're correct. I thought that was going to be one of the harder ones. Nah, that's easy, baby. Oh, dude, Black Caviar is a hard name for a rapper. That's a that's a racehorse name. Get out of here. All right. 
the next one is Daylight. I'm gonna go with that's a that's a pure white that's a pure white haired horse. I thought you were gonna say a pure white haired person, an albino man. <laughs> that's an albino rap. rapper. That's uh, that, that's that reggae guy who does that uh yellow man song. This is another one of the most famous battle rappers. Who Daylight. I guess would be Yellow Man. Does Yellow Man the song? <laughs> hey y'all, just Paul coming in with a little editor note right here. So Yellow Man does not have a self-titled song. I was thinking of Yellow Man Zunga 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 Zanga. This is one of the most famous battle rappers, Daylight. Oh damn, damn. Real top. Sorry, movie. Daylight. This next one is Benji Reckless. That can really go either direction. I think that would be a sweet battle rapper named like I would love it. I would mm. I think that battle rapper would be a great battle rapper, but I think it's more likely to be a racehorse's name. That's a battle rapper. Damn. I don't he think good? he's good. Damn. <laughs> but Benji Reckless. <laughs> oh my god, dude. I didn't realize this segment had so much so many legs. I didn't realize that this is clearly something you could like, like a monetize for <laughs> for prime time. Um, okay, the next one is Pass. I, I think that's a battle rapper. You are correct. That is Pass, representing the Bay. Um, originally was Pass Words before he decided to shorten it to Pass. Mm. Pretty good. Uh, Animal Planet's his uh, band, or his like rap group, and they're actually, they make pretty good music for, for battle rappers. Okay, next one is Kalgoorlie Kid. Oh, I hope that's a battle rapper. And I think I'm going to say that it is. That's a horse. Ah, damn. Paul, don't look this gift horse in the mouse. In the mouse. <laughs> don't look this gift horse in the mouth. Uh, Kalgoorlie Kid is the winner of the 2007 Kyr- Battle Rap <laughs> Championship. Competition. Dude, what is, I don't know how to pronounce his name, and I don't know how to pronounce the cu- name of the cup that he won. So, you know what? Uh, fuck this horse. Um, okay. Next one is Automatic Ray. That's a battle rapper. That's, That's a battle, battle rapper. rapper named Raymond. That is a battle rapper. I don't know if his name's Raymond, but you got uh, it. Google it. I know him. I'm a big fan of Automatic Ray. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Google it. <laughs> All right. You got that one. But Paul, do you really think you're going to get this one? Wolfgang Ruckus. That's definitely a battle rapper because Wolfgang is implying music. It's actually implying the melody of their steps it is a battle rapper i don't want to this this stop being fun i don't want to do this anymore it's stupid <laughs> paul let's go wait you got it right oh oh he's yeah, a battle rapper <laughs> oh okay i thought <laughs> when you said of his feet i thought you meant it was a horse oh <laughs> humans have feet as well <laughs> well i don't want to be non-inclusive for battle rappers without feet because that's like i have to worry about <laughs> Okay, um, the next one is Cashmere Fly. God damn it. <laughs> because obviously it could be a fancy person who likes cashmere and they're talking about their horse going fast, but it could also be uh, like a sort of like, like I'm fly. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, uh, I think it's a battle rapper. That is a battle rapper, Paul. Very good job. Very good job. That is a local South Carolina battle rapper. Dude, shout out to you. That's a good name. I like it. Yeah, it's nice, right? 
it does have the one flaw of being potentially a Rayforce's name, but other than that, it's, it's <laughs> is that a, is that a flip people should start doing? <laughs> um, okay, the next uh, name is Deep Impact. That's a battle rapper. That's a horse. I Damn think it. that one. I think that one's too homoerotic for uh, for a battle rapper to use. Mm. Although, shout out to URL. I think URL is about to have their first openly gay rapper in their next uh, bracket tournament. So, oh, shout shit. out to them. Yeah, that's gonna be really hard for the other person to diss someone who's like, "Yeah, I am gay. <laughs> I do live in a trailer with my mom. <laughs> I do suck dick in a trailer with my mom." <laughs> My boy Future is a Uncle Tom who sucks my dick. Yeah, my friend Cheddar Bob does shoot himself <laughs> in his leg with his old gun and then suck my dick. <laughs> and I did get jumped on my dick by all six of you chumps. <laughs> but you don't know That's something that about me. I suck dick. <laughs> okay, the next rapper and or horse is named Calico. That's that's a racehorse. There's no chance that that's not a racehorse. Adrian. That's another one of the most famous battle rappers to, to be on the, the scene. The most he famous was... ones are definitely the ones that sound the most like a racehorse. Are we, are we doing a thing now where we're revealing slowly that the best people in battle rap are actually horses? <laughs> They're all Bojack horsemen. Okay. Uh, this is a, a little rapper or horse. Who goes by the name of Yeats. That's a battle rapper. That's a horse. <laughs> you should have asked for spelling on that one. It's not Y-E-E-T-S like the kids say. It's some other reference, presumably. I don't really know. Maybe Yeats is like neighing. Maybe horses neigh and yeet. Mm. That's true. You do know horses pretty well. You knew, You know I did dressage in high school, right? <laughs> the next one is Oops. That could that could really be either. And yes, I get it. I yeah, I get the point of the game, Adrian. <laughs> this um, is my favorite thing ever. <laughs> I don't think I think a battle rapper could that would be flipped too easily. Like, oops, what mm. you you poopy to your pants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm gonna say racehorse on those counts. That is. Former Congressman Bruce Franks, <laughs> who goes Wait, by what? the battle rap name Oops. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, he was a congressman? In uh, like St. State, Louis, yeah. For, for state legislature, though. Um. All right. The next one is Assault. Well, that could be either. Um, I'm going to just say Racehorse because it feels like why not. You're pulling one back, Paul. <laughs> you got one back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, the next one is Ben Nevis. Is that like a play on Ben-Hur, which is like a movie about horses racing? I, I can't tell you what the history of this name is. Okay, I'm gonna say her, her, a horse. It is a horse. And let me look it up really quick. Ben Nevis, champion of the Maryland Steel Steeplechaser. He won the... Maryland Hunt Cup twice and the Grand National. Mm. The next one, Shuffle T. That's 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 a battle rapper. I feel like I know that right. That's yeah, a it's a battle one. rapper. Yeah. Well, he's famous for like white kids who like battle rap, who like does a lot of jokey battle rap stuff. Okay. He's great. Though. Oh, he's like a, he's like an epic rap battle of history guy. 
No, he's definitely way better than that. But like he is well, actually, no, I think he's actually pretty well respected in battle rap because he is like a legitimately good rapper. Uh, Bob Barker. <laughs> That's a battle rapper. That is a battle rapper. <laughs> what is he from? Price is Right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's He's the one shit. that always tells you. There's definitely somebody who's done a battle rap with him that's, like, referenced the fact that, like, like something about getting spayed and neutered because that's how he used to end every episode of uh, Price is Right. Spay and neuter your dogs? Yeah. It, that was, like, the campaign that he took on? That was the end of every episode of The Price is Right. That's so funny. All right. Your next one, Paul, Rum Nitty. That's a battle rapper. That's a battle rapper. That was a gimme. That was a gimme. All right, we're getting to the the last of it. Uh, just a few more. Paul Court Hendricks. I just kind of like it. If like it, uh, it sounds nice. It's a it's a nice sounding name. So I'm gonna go battle rapper again, just because I think horse names are more flippantly decided on. That's a battle rapper. Alrighty. That was kind of the same for Trap Bandicoot, which was like. That one was obvious. Yeah, (laughs) but Trap was clearly in there, which made it obvious, but it also was just a good-sounding name. It's clearly something somebody thought about more than people think about horse names. That's true. All right. Jazz the Rapper. (laughs) That's a racehorse. (laughs) Final answer? Yep. All right. That is a rapper. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) I like how you you hedged your bets there, but no, that's... uh... (laughs) I didn't want to look foolish. This is the only female battle rapper that I think I put on this list. Um, Jazz the Rapper. All right, next one. Dance Smartly. Oh, that's a horse. That is a horse. Good job. <laughs> I thought that one might be more confusing. Uh, Mr. I told you I was into dressage, homie. Come on. Keep up. Mr. Wavy. Please be a battle rapper. I want it to be a battle rapper so much I'm saying it's a battle rapper. It's a battle rapper. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I... He wasn't until I manifested that. <laughs> yeah. Phil and I love his uh, third verse versus New Jersey twerk where he doesn't impress him. New Jersey twerk. It's perfection. It's absolutely amazing. Um. Okay. Next one. Japanese Jesus. I don't think a horse. Well, actually, no. Ro- horse racing is pretty old school, so they do have offensive names. But also, hip hop is pretty offensive to asian people all the time but i also i could see an asian dude using that name as like a kind of funny flip on the fact that he has long hair and a beard i'm gonna go with battle rapper it's a battle rapper and i do not know whether or not he's uh asian or not but there you go all right real deal that's a horse that's a battle rapper current champion of king of the dot in canada real deal ruthless Ruthless is a battle rapper. That's a horse. Paul, I don't think you're meeting your goal on this one, dude. <laughs> How many have I gotten right? Uh, you want me to do a little, okay, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 10, 9, 10, 11, 18, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, oh, 19, 20. Oh, you reached, wait, no, you're doing 30, right? 30, 30 is my goal. Trying to get ten more. I think there's five left. Okay, <laughs> you, you did. I got. I got to do good. <laughs> you got to get the rest of these right. I think to like redeem yourself. Um, Paul, lottery. That's a that's a racehorse. That's a famous racehorse. Well, they're all famous, but yes, that that is a, that is a famous racehorse. Okay, twenty one. Red rum. Didn't we already do that one? That was rum nitty. Uh- <laughs> 
uh red rum backwards is murder famously but also would a battle rapper do murder backwards would a horse do murder backwards yeah they would they're always kicking behind him <laughs> maybe he's running so fast you're reading it I'm, I'm overthinking it i'm gonna go with that's a uh battle rap that's a horse <laughs> damn it sorry paul <laughs> i made this too hard Okay, how about this one? This one's really easy. Smarty Jones. That's a battle rapper. That's a horse, Paul. I have no idea. <laughs> it's too hard. What self-respecting battle rapper would name themselves Smarty Jones? What self-respecting battle rapper would name themselves Trap Bandicoot? <laughs> <laughs> Only the coolest dude ever, dude. Asian Jesus. <laughs> Japanese Jesus. It's alliterative. All right, last three. Uh... I am spoken. That's a that's a horse. That's a battle rapper, Paul. Are you trying to get these wrong? <laughs> really not. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I don't know. They all sound like they can be. <laughs> is your new theory that anyone who raps is a horse? <laughs> no, I just like the name could be both. Takashi six nine. <laughs> that does kind of sound like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> now that you mention it <laughs> okay last two <laughs> zev zev that's a battle rapper that's a horse <laughs> okay how was i supposed to know that that's not even fair that's not even fair okay the last one <laughs> Last oh, one, and we'll tally up your score. The last one. It's 20. Hurricane Fly. I don't like that this one feels hard to me. I'm just going to be guessing one or the other. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> A coin would have done better on this quiz, Paul. No, it wouldn't have. But you don't know that. <laughs> That's not how randomness works. It could have done worse. <laughs> A thousand simulations of a coin would have done better. No, it would only trend towards... 50-50. You can't know ahead of doing it. It would be highly unlikely, but I think uh, I think that that's going to be a horse. Paul, that's a horse. <laughs> that is a fucking horse. You want to know how I got that one? I finally started guessing the opposite because I thought it was a battle. <laughs> that was the first one where I deployed the guessing the opposite strategy and All it right. paid off. <laughs> Final tally, Paul got 21. Dance Smartly, Bob Barker, Adios Butler, Japanese Jesus, Black Caviar, Court Hendricks, Beholder, Ben Nevis, Assault. Wait, if you're going to name them all, you have to tell us what they are. I've already forgotten. That's too long. Big <laughs> oh, Brown. You don't have to name them all. That's 27. Oh. Or did I miscount? <laughs> 24. <laughs> or 22. Oh. Yeah, so basically 25 when you average it. Wasn't your score that you're trying to hit 30? I mean, but, you know, whatever. It's just like, I mean, it's it's not about, it's not about a race to winning, Adrian. Like it's a marathon, not a race. Yeah. Um, like, I could have told you that none of these were the names of, uh, of U.S. presidents, and I would have won that game. All right, Paul, big facts, no cap, let's get out of here. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, big fact, uh, 
Even if Adrian makes fun of you for not knowing the difference between battle rappers and horses, don't let it get you down. I mean, that is true. I did show you a picture of everyone that I said their name of. (laughs) 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 Okay, big fact. Uh, I'm going to cut that out because I don't like that joke. Um, (laughs) Big fact. Battle rappers... Stop picking names that sound like horses, y'all. Honestly, this might be the first time that you and I have the first same big fact in no cap. My no cap, <laughs> battle rappers, stop picking names that make you sound like a racehorse. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, y'all. Um, this was fun for us. I have no idea what it was for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time. Without you, my friend, JFK. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, Really back to basics when we just used to make this show to make each other laugh. If you have a paper, you must have a pen. And if you have a start, you must have a end. Say five plus five, it equal to ten. And if you have good, you put them in a pen. And if you have a rooster, you must have a end. Now, zungo, zungo, go, zungo, zing. Zungo, zungo, go, zungo, zing. Jump for happiness and jump for joy. You know we call yellow man no boy. Lady, and then you so take for tire.